Everybody, welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. If you're new to the podcast, typically I look at news articles and headlines from around the world that may or may not be covered by mainstream media and share with everybody. Sometimes I go off and do uh, separate things. For instance, today, like I'm doing today, I'm going to be looking at a treehugger.com article. And uh, shout out to Sydney Willis. She's the one that introduced me to this article and got me on this little rabbit hunt, so to say. And this study is study finds toxic chemical in many dollar store products. And this article was written in, this was on July 11th, 2021. So remember that date, July 11th, 2021. This is written by a Catherine Martinko and fact-checked by Haley Mass. And I also reached out to them and uh, asked for some information on the the, uh, research article that I will get to at the end of this. So I'm going to share this one first. For many Americans, dollar stores are the go-to destinations for buying food, toys, cleaning supplies, and other household goods. Dollar stores sell so much food that they're now among the top 25 retailers in the United States. It's crazy in the dollar store. You wouldn't think that. Their physical numbers are surging with more locations across the country than Walmarts and McDonald's combined. In 2018, Dollar General was opening stores at a rate of three per day, and it plans to build a revenue of eight. 18, 1,850 locations in 2021. So this might sound like a good idea improving access to shopping, particularly for Americans in lower-income neighborhoods who may have, who may not have transportation or funds to shop at lower, larger grocery stores. So I'm sure that's why they're there, right? But it raises other concerning issues. A study conducted by Campaign for Healthier Solutions just found 54% of the products sold in dollar stores contained at least one chemical concern. They tested 300 different products, including store products, food, microwave, popcorn, electronics, as well as paper receipts using several different testing methods to determine what they contained. The results were alarming. A lead solder and electronics, flexible plastic with PVC that's been banned or regulated, canned food with BPA liners, pans, cookwares coated with nonstick PFSA chemicals, microwave popcorn with the same coatings, and BPS that's bisphenol S and receipts. These chemicals have been linked to asthma, low birth weight, cancer, immune system problems, learning disabilities, diabetes, and other very serious health problems. Bad stuff, right? 100% of all receipts from dollar stores came back with BPS, a substitute for BPA. It's not a good one because it's hazardous. Jose Bravo, national coordinator for the Campaign for Healthier Solutions, told Treehugger, we touched that receipt one time, but the workers touched that maybe 400, 500 times a day. So you want to limit exposure to workers. It's not just about consumers. It's all about the environment as well. While real retailers are taking action on this issue of exposure, dollar stores are dragging their feet. Bravo did not not comment on the progress made by non-dollar store retailers. He directs readers to the fifth annual Mind the Store report card instead. But he points out, if they're making changes, why not dollar store? So one of his concerns is dollar stores often target areas which is a higher rates of ongoing contamination from sources including some of the chemical manufacturing that ends up in product stores and shelves. Okay. The report shows that Dollar Tree Family Dollar is doing better than its competitors. A, release, a press release state the brands have publicly released, released a chemical policy committed to eliminating priority 
chemicals and pollinator protector policy and have stated in private that they plan to expand the number right here important important thing so this stuff can't be verified and have stated in private to who right who are they saying this to it doesn't say to who is bravo saying they stated to him in private that they plan to expand the number of chemicals that they're phasing out as well as number of products they'll be cleaning up Bravo, who attended Dollar Tree's shareholder meeting the same day to spoke to Treehugger, said that CEO expressed willingness to remove the the phthalates and PFFs, PFF, excuse me, PFAS chemicals, which is a huge step considering each store contains about 5,000 products and about 4,000 types of those chemicals. By contrast, Dollar Store comes in kicking scream with a chemical policy, that is. Bravo's words, it's not the strongest policy. Furthermore, the chain has not responded to any recent communication from the campaign for healthier solutions about expanding their list of restricted substances on products of categories they're focusing on. 99 cent only stores found primarily in California and Southwest have made no effort to, to phase them out. Okay. And it goes on to solutions, obviously replace whatever, whatever. Okay. So I was like, okay, that was a good article. Pretty clear stated. Um, I want to know what the motivation is here behind here. So, and I want to read the study, the actual study. So I click the actual study and it goes to a dead link from, so it's EJ for all. So that's environmental justice for all dead link. It's not there anymore. Was it there one time? Probably, but it was pulled down. So going on my little hunt, on my little hunt again, sorry about that is I wanted to find out, about Mr. Bravo's, since I couldn't find any other connection there to the environmental justice for all, right? I mean, well, up front, I want to look at Mr. Bravo here and what he is part of. And it's Safer Chemicals, Healthier Families. I'm going to read about there about us. Safer Chemicals, Healthier Families of Mind, the store campaign, fight for strong chemical policy, work with retailers to phase out hazardous chemicals. Educate the public about ways to protect our family from those toxic chemicals. Safer chemicals, healthy families, mind the store programs, our toxic-free future. Our mission, Safer Chemicals, Healthier Families, supports strong federal and state policies that protect the public from toxic chemicals. Retailers, mind the store campaign works to transform marketplace by winning comprehensive corporate policies that eliminate toxic chemicals. Okay. Once again, retailers, the Mind the Store campaign works to transform the marketplace by winning comprehensive corporate policies that eliminate toxic chemicals. Okay. Education, safer chemical, healthy families, Mind the Store, develop the content. Advocate for a public that can use its power as citizens and consumers effectively. They collaborate with hundreds of organizations, businesses. Our work is united by one common concern about toxic chemicals in our homes, workplace and schools, and products we use every day. Founder, Safer Chemicals Healthy Found 2009 by Environmental Health Trailblazer Andy uh, Igreas. Andy built a diverse coalition of hundreds of organizations that worked together to reform nation's broken chemical safety system, which resulted in a 2016 update to Toxic Substance Control Act conceived the mind the storage campaign as a tactic to drive chemical injuries to the table and our fight to reform a fear of losing market share at retail 
And he passed away in 2018. Uh, I looked it up. He passed away from brain cancer. Rest in peace, buddy. And we miss him dearly. Our staff coalition partners honors his legacy by carrying out his work. Okay. So my curiosity basically coming up at this study is that who, who is financially backing these companies and why are they being financially backed? Uh, I understand that, yes, protecting the environment is absolutely important and needs to be done, especially people's health. But what is the actual motivation behind it? I, I understand. Are they just, is everybody doing it out of the kindness of their heart? What does everybody think? Do you think everybody acts from just purely the kindness of their heart? Someone has a career on straight up just helping people out of the kindness of their heart. Um, are they, how much money are they making? So I, I wanted to look at Andy and his his work history. I went to LinkedIn. He has it all listed here. Uh, field director for NJPRG. Legislative director for CalPreg. So what is CalPreg? CalPreg is a... Uh, well, let me read it. So, hey, Californians, we're calling on our state legislature to pass a Plastic per, uh, Pollution Reduction Act, which would reduce plastic waste by California by 70% and require all single-use plastics to be recyclable or compostable by 2032. Okay, great call. I think that's a great idea. But who is... Who is monetarily benefiting from that? Well, who monetarily benefits from removing plastic? The companies that benefit from that are the companies that create products that replace the plastics, right? So those companies are the ones that profit from that. There's always, if you go back, there's always some something or somebody or some somebody who is uh, profiting from that. So next up, from being a legislative director for Calpreg, he became a lobbyist for Price Consulting, which is an engineering firm. Then a deputy for clean the a deputy director for clean the air, director director of environmental health program for National Environmental Trust, campaign manager back into politics for the Pew Charitable Trust, and then he created Safer Chemicals, Healthier Families by February two thousand nine. So Andy is a lobbyist for those companies or he made this company basically from all his experience working with um, environmental companies right working with them he made his own company uh, to push whatever agenda he has in this case protection of the environment such as that but also remember he's probably very well financially compensated okay so the motivation behind that so when you're, you know, motivated financially, especially if you're in charge of a business, you need money to, to run, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, so what I'm getting at here is just try to look at the whole picture when you're reading an, an article. I, this got way too deep in the, in the, the, the woods for me. Uh, I wanted to do this one quick, but, you know, I also touch on like the only, the, that report that, that uh, went down, the one that, you would assume when you read that article was from this year. The only other recent one I, th I found was from uh, 2015. And that one was, uh, th that study was from the Campaign for Healthier Solutions. That was a 2015 one. I did find an article that in 2018, they decided to, I guess they're making a big push at dollar store places, making a big push to clean up, clean up a lot of their plastics and such and like that. But if you've been at a dollar store, 
Obviously, there's nothing but plastic wrappings all over the place. Obviously, right? But that's everywhere. You go to the grocery store, everywhere, it's, it, it's like that. A lot of the products in there are, are the same stuff you find in grocery stores. Um, I don't know what the motivation is for specifically targeting a dollar stores. Um, there's definitely something behind there. I'd love to find out what, what it is. Uh, if it's out of pure pure helping for the you know people with lower income, I would be very surprised. But congrats to them if it is. But like I said, the only study I really found was from February 2015. Reading that article, it sounds like it came out this year and this guy came and you know, approached all the CEOs and talked to them face to face. Uh, and, and they said behind closed doors, said, yeah, well, we're definitely planning to do that. You know, just give us some time and this and that. And, and come on, man, just give me something here. Give me something other than just words in this article. I'd love it. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News Network. Appreciate everybody. Take care and you'll be soon. Bye.